Yo, what's up everyone? Welcome to Unraveling Podcast with me, your host, Gerald A. Brown. I'm so excited to invite you all in to think through the complexities of art. As a sculptor, it is so easy to see the way architecture is constructed, the way people French braid hair, to even the way we speak are all a part of art. But it can be difficult to see those hidden threads. So I wanted to create a platform where I can bring in friends to unpack all these ideas using common stuff like movies, music, books, etc. to help make people feel more connected to art and see it as a part of their everyday atmosphere. I'm so excited to talk about a bunch of things with you guys. The theme for the first season is art with a capital E for everyone. We'll be dipping our toes into a variety of topics. I got folks like my best friend Mike talking about the Clay Siblings Project, an initiative we co-run, to my younger brother Donald exploring the art of tattoos and how it helps like in the idea of self-healing. It's really a space for everyone to get down, have some fun, and maybe unravel a few norms and misconceptions we have subconsciously accepted. Definitely, if you're vibing with what I'm talking about, hit subscribe as well as subscribe to the Patreon where you can get access to other cool stuff such as merch and some other bonus interview content. Thank you so, 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 so much. I am so excited to be launching this project. It has been a year in the making, or really two years in the making. And I'm head over heels to invite y'all in. I got a teaser for the first episode right after this intro to give you a taste of what I'm thinking about. Check out Unraveling Podcast wherever you get your podcast stuff. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other platforms. Love y'all. Also, you may hear intertwined throughout the season, Multiplicity used as the title. Before I settled on the idea of unraveling, I toyed with the initial idea of using multiplicity. So definitely don't get confused. You're still listening to the same podcast. Um, Just think about it as the album before the album. And so now y'all got unraveling as the final product. Much love. Peace. You know, we have Ma Rainey, right? Who's this phenomenal blues, jazz, like amazing, soulful musician. The queen. You know, who really uh, talks about about so many things that are going on in, in the South and is able to provide this beautiful voice who is now picking up all these record deals, right? And so she's she's established, very well established, and is toward the end of her career. So then we have, you know, character two at the end. And then somewhere in the middle, we have, like, you know, Levy, who is also in My Rainey's Black Bottom, played by Chadwick Boseman. Also, My Rainey is played by the lovely Viola Davis. Mm-hmm. I love her so much. She's incredible. Um, you know, Levy, Chadwick Boseman, which we'll get into, is, is plotted somewhere in the middle. You know, he's a, a young, up-and-coming artist, and then... You know, as we think about a night in Miami, we have Sam Cooke, who is also established. So he's he's toward somewhat, you know, relatively the end where Ma is. So so we have these four characters, right? That we're that we're kind of like navigating, digesting, right? So, Mike, what can you like as we get into it, like the mindsets of these like these different artists? Uh, well, like you mentioned, Ma Rainey is like towards the end of her um, sort of career right and she's of someone who no one should be taken advantage of she sort of uh holds her ground uh very sturdy and i didn't really understand it towards the beginning of the movie i'm like why is she being so abusive 
from the people around her. Like So stubborn. So Right. Everything has to go her way. Mm-hmm. And you start to, as the movie unpacks itself, you start to understand those aspects and why she portrays herself in that way. And at the same time, Levy, who is also in her band, is sort of up and coming and is understanding the trajectory and sound and music up north. And I think Ma Rainey sort of feels threatened by this. And so she she sort of starts to shut it down because she's the boss. And Levy wants to have more artistic freedom within the band. And she sort of is uh, holding him down because of that. Right, right. And in a similar thread, you know, Sam Cooke, at the time of like the the film is, is quote unquote taking place, he is um has his own record label he owns all his masters he's putting young folks on like bobby wombat like you know able to be a songwriter on a lead you know song by by like the rolling stones all these you know huge huge success marks right and you know joe joe gardner is is further further at the beginning and so when we're thinking about this mindset like how how is this tenacious aspect that all these well not maybe tenacious but just very dominating powerful righteous i would say mm-hmm. all these artists have a sense of like connectiveness like this is this is mine you know like even joe gardner when he's first you know really talking to his mom about how he deserves to have this moment to like play for a band you know for a very famous singer like all these artists have this very righteous feeling, this righteous moment. Um, why is that 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 feeling so so imminent? You know, so important for like a lot of these people at this time, especially with all their respective like things that are going on for them. Well, I think about why Levy and Ma Rainey are on ends, right? Because they could very much be working together and be creating a sound that could be potentially theirs, but. When you're in that environment where you sort of have that competition and, and sort of racism exists, um, the thing about Ma Rainey is she feels like she could be replaced ASAP, right? And Levy is sort of maybe the key to that sort of uh, expediting that process. Um, I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> we might have to cut this little piece out. But... um. How's it going with that? No, 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 no. The the mindset. So so yeah. Right. Like- so so the so the environment has an effect on the mindset, mm-hmm. right? If she didn't feel threatened by mm-hmm. record labels and the people of the powers, maybe she's more encouraging of Levy, mm-hmm. and she maybe want to like, all right, let's push this out and see where it goes. Right. But because those things exist, she's sort of like, I'm gonna make sure I get every last crumb I can get. From my sound and my voice. And every time they can take advantage of you, they will. And so she's very, very adamant about getting what she needs, getting what she wants exactly when and where she wants it. There's a specific scene where she makes a big deal about Coke. She needs her Coca-Cola. And she sort of, she like stops production. And, you know, every time they go back and they record a new vinyl, that costs them money, right? So she goes, no, I'm not, I'm not going to sing until I have my Coke. And so she makes this man go out. No, nah, she don't. She she he no, tries to get right. money. Right. And yeah, then yeah. yeah, she gets one of the band members to go do it. Uh-huh. And so she sits down. She's like, I'm not singing until I get my Coke. Uh-huh. And at first I'm like, Lady, it's a Coke. It's not that big of a deal. He could have went out. Y'all could have recorded. But for her, 
it was like, this is an opportunity for someone to do the punk test on me, for someone to sort of, you know, be like, where can I start to maybe abuse some of my powers? And when you're watching the movie, you're kind of like, come on, it's, it's a Coke. It's not a big deal. But to her, it is a big deal because this little deal snowballs into a bigger deal. 